gentlemen boys and girls welcome back to another episode of talking halos i'm your host today jared tims and i am joined alongside my co-host my partner in crime nate green nate how you doing doing well jared how about you another day another uh ending to an mlb draft and another all-star game in the books absolutely all-star game fantastic didn't watch it fantastic still celebrity all-star games better fantastic let's keep going here mlb draft love the mlb draft um no i'm kidding um i actually didn't watch the all-star game i know they won't the AL won three two. John Carlos Stanton won the MVP. Fantastic. Uh, more stuff for Yankee fans to complain about uh, when they don't win the World Series this year. So, um, you got anything? We'll take. We'll see about that. <laughs> they, they, this is the most complete Yankee team they've had in a long time. But let's get to the, let's get to the draft because I know uh, you're excited with what you've seen so far. I am. I love it. Um, I mean, first uh, first opinion on this, and you got to ask me again in four years how I feel about the draft. Um, I think I said it after day two and day three last year for the Angels. I'm going to probably say it again. I think the Angels had one of the better day twos and day threes in uh, in the draft this year. Um, I know they didn't go out and get that dude at the front, um, but what they are going to get in the back half, I'm fairly impressed with. Um, and I was talking to somebody, um, again, kind of pretty close to the situation, and he brought it up to me um, today. So – you look at it last year, they go 20 to 20 at pitching. How many of those guys have to be major leaguers for it to be considered a success, Nate? I mean, I think they're already almost there. You already have one in the bigs. I, I think really I, – Four? I, I think four, you're looking four, at four. four. Four is probably the magic number. And Ty's, Ty's on his way there, so that should be two without even really diving into this. And, um, you know, Bachman, as a first-rounder, he's probably going to make it whether – he pitches well or not, he's going to make it. And then uh, you just need one more guy to hit. So I think that that's what you got to do in a draft. You've got – I think you really have to hit early, though. That's the biggest thing is the the one, two pick they need to hit. And then, you know, if you get lucky the rest of the draft, that's kind of how it works. But Absolutely. if you if you're not hitting on the one, two picks, and it, it's going to be really tough to be successful. Yeah, um, and I think the Angels have done a pretty good job of – of doing that, especially in the last two years of hitting on one and two and one and three this year. Um, and second part of that question that I was asked was how many of these big hitters, cause the angels did go out and get quite a few big hitters um, power guys that got on base a lot. Um, we'll see what that ends up being. How many of those guys have to make it for it to be a success? I think you need two of them. I said two one. of, I think you need two. Because if you're counting Neto, then then that's one already. Not, that's I, not Neto. Not Neto. I'm, okay. Anybody below that? Because we're going to talk about it. And the Angels took quite a few of yes. the power. I just figured when you were talking athletes. hitters, Neto's the first name is going to get brought up because yeah. he was the first hitter taken. Um, but yeah, throughout the rest of the draft, I think if the Angels get two pitchers and one hitter to 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 kind of make it even even two pitchers, two hitters to make it, then then you kind of are having a good draft. I think that's kind of the secret with 20 rounds. You're not going to hit on all 20. Um, you're not even going to sign all 20 most likely. You 
you're hoping to sign 18, 19 if you're, if you're really doing it right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not an easy thing, especially you're looking at some of these, these high school kids. That's why it's, it's very scary to draft high school kids because some of these guys have never failed before in their lives and they're going to go to Tri-City. They're going to go to Tri-City and they're probably going to fail offensively. Um, or they're going to go to triple a at some point, most likely. And they're probably going to fail on the mound because anything hit in the air is a home run there. So that it's a, it's a very tough thing when guys haven't failed before, how are they going to react? And I think you're seeing some of that in the big leagues right now with some guys who aren't used to failing and they have failed a little bit and it's kind of been taking them a little bit longer to, to get over it. So that's going to be the, the biggest thing is how do some of these guys deal with failure, especially some of the small school guys. Again, I'm, I'm a small school guy. I love small schools, but th- those guys don't fail as often as some of the bigger school guys. Yep, absolutely. And this is a perfect segment into this. Uh, we said yesterday, if you listen to the draft, that the Angels are probably going to go uh, above slot high, high school, school pitcher. Uh, weird. They took him in the 11th round. Yep, first, um, pitcher, first pick of the day. Yes, Caden Dana, uh, right-handed pitcher, 18-year-old, 6'4", 225, reminds guys of – Noah Sindergaard um, out of Don Bosco Prep in New Jersey. If you hear the name Dana again, don't be surprised. You might hear it in the 16th round. I don't know. Um, back on to Caden Dana here. Yeah, big fastball. Um, it's been up to 95. Uh, probably sits 91, 93, I would assume, because it says consistently up to 95 on the reports, which is eh. Um, pretty good curveball change up in the works. I would assume in high school you don't have to use it, especially back east, all that much being from uh, New Jersey. But, hey. Another New Jersey guy drafted. Got to love those guys. Um, right. I mean, yep. so. Angels uh, had I, success. Angels had success with kids from New Jersey, for sure. Um, again, it reminds a lot of people of Noah Sindergaard. Don't quote that on anybody. That's just who he kind of reminds guys of. Um, and I said the same thing. Curveball, uh, hard, uh, good spin rate on it. 70, mid-70s on, on that guy. So, Nate, you got anything on Caden Dana? No, big, strong kid, low nines. Kentucky commit. So interesting SEC commit, which, you know, I like, I like the big schools. Um, as a high school kid, you're only using two pitchers when you throw that hard, like you're not seeing that kind of talent every time out. Maybe, maybe you see it once or twice where you have to use uh, three pitches, but he's going to have two really good pitches right away. He's going to really have to develop that changeup. Um, but yeah, I think it's something he can do. It's probably something that he has, a little bit. He just hasn't thrown enough, thrown it enough. And I, I think that's something that he's really going to work on. Um, wouldn't be shocked to see him rookie ball low A to start, just kind of really get used to throwing, the, throwing the changeup and everything. So. Yeah. I, I kind of take the Jack of Chan, which uh, route with him. I think he's going to be in, in Arizona, at least till the end of this year, probably start next year. Then we see him in IE. Um, but again, a, a super exciting uh, young arm to see what happens on, on that side of things. And, yeah, you know, it's good to see – the Angels have done this twice uh, now where they've gone out, kind of gone a little under slot in that first round, then spent some money on a high schooler that falls. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily – they don't. I don't know if they necessarily know who they're going to take, but I'm sure they got a list of guys who, uh, who they did, who they like. They did Mason Albright last year. I am much happier um, with the pick this year. Nothing against Mason Albright. I think that's a great pick. I think he's going to be a major leaguer. I think he's a reliever because of the size. But Caden uh, Dana, man, oof. I'm excited to see what this is. It says Jack Kachanowicz written all over it again. I'm super excited because I love Jack Kachanowicz, by the way. Yeah, um, I know. It's one of you guys. Yep. Definitely love him. So on to the 12th round. Um, am I allowed to? Oh, I didn't pick this guy, though. Um, 
I did like him. I'll say that. I, loved say, him. I know you liked him. Loved, really liked him out of high school. Um, one of the big arms in the high school draft, I believe in 2018 or 2019. I'm trying to remember. Um, 2019 or, is when the angels took him in the 20th round. Yeah, so I would believe it was that year. Yeah. Yeah. Again, liked him then. Um, really did. Uh, was hoping the angels would sign him. We're, we're not able to sign him. He goes to Texas. I believe got hurt, had a little TJ action, if I'm not mistaken. Um, still big arm. A lot of people like what they see out of um, Jared Southard. Southard, I believe is how you say it. Um, big Texas righty um, out of Texas, by the way. Um, the University of Texas. Is that right? University yep. of Texas? Yes, he's a UT guy. Absolutely. Um, um, big, big, big kid. Mm-hmm. Big kid. Uh, again, I think I think he's got room to grow. Didn't really throw too much at Texas in his in his three and a half years, I guess, because 2020 got cut short. But uh, like you mentioned, coming off the arm injury, um, I think he's got some room to grow. He's he's gonna he's gonna learn how to pitch. He's gonna get some opportunities to pitch some more. But he had strikeout stuff, which I think is good to good to see, especially out of a reliever. Big strikeout numbers for him. So that's exciting to see another stuff guy because I think that's something the Angels have been lacking is stuff guys. They, they've got a lot of like, Hey, I'm going to finesse my way and just, and just get outs with my control. But the, you look at the guys that have been successful in, in the majors the last year and a half to two years, it's the stuff guys. It's, you know, the Logan Gilberts, the, uh, the, the Sixto Sanchez, when he came up, he, he had really good stuff. And you just look at all these kids who are coming up throwing 97 plus with a stupid slider and a really good splitter or a really good changeup or whatever it is. And it's like the stuff needs to be there. So I love the fact that the angels went and got another guy with good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talked about the stuff for sure. Um, 29 third innings pitched 46 strikeouts, just 19 walks. Uh, fastball has been up to 97. It's going to be 94 to 96. Uh, again, 97 at times from the righty. Big slider, real good slider, good value pick. That was one of the big things that a lot of people were saying about this. A lot of lot, you're going to hear good value pick out of a lot of these guys in this second round. I think the Angels again did a fantastic job today. Got a lot of good bullpen pieces, and you know Perry Manassian has actually built a pretty good um, amount of depth in the bullpen as well, which is uh, which is super exciting. So yeah, congratulations, Jared Southern, twelfth round pick out of Texas. I'd expect him to sign. So. Let's go ahead and move on to our 13th pick out of Chipola College. Uh, no, it's not Cam Collier, but it's his buddy in the outfield, Tucker Flint. Big, uh, that is quite the baseball name, isn't it? Yes, nice nice name. Yeah, fantastic game there as well. Um, just working on his stats. I, I, I honestly, when you look at it, JC is tough for me. Um, he did, I'll say this, I, he did bounce back from Maryland, so um, if you want to, you know, call it that D one pick. That's, that's fine with me. Had a, had a pretty big year, big arm in the outfield, by the way. Um, I think somebody told me he had 19 outfield assists at Chipola. Um, and again, Chipola just continues to produce guys down there in Florida. One of the best ju- Juco's in America. Uh, he had 21 doubles, 14 home runs, uh, slash 370, 496, 708 total athlete. Um, does it all really well. Only had 37 strikeouts, 32 walks, 12, um, stole, 12 bases last year at Chipola University or at Chipola College, not university, but heck, I mean, with the guys they produce, it might as well be a university, huh? Yep. So um, I know you don't have a lot on these uh, position players. Uh, Just an athlete. Boring. Yeah. Just an athlete. No, (laughs) just honestly, like that's going to be the big thing we talked about. Athlete, athlete, big athletes too. Um, Angels took a, uh, signed a guy out of UCI last year, Mike Peabody, very similar. Um, to what they did this year. So um, I'm, I'm excited to see what 
this kid does kind of a little bit more of a flatter swing, not in love with the swing, but uh, he, you know, he's going to make some contact and can, I'm excited to see what, uh, what Tucker Flint does because that is quite the baseball name. So yeah. let's go ahead and get on to our 14th pick. I'm going to completely butcher this name. Um, Sabin Cabellos, I think is how you say his name. I'm sure it's going to be something different than that. Um, out of Puerto Rico, uh, actually San Juanito Community College in Tejas, uh, catcher from Puerto Rico, absolute athlete, um, kid's going to hit, has a cannon, has a cannon. Coming out of high school, 99 miles an hour at shortstop, just going to let you know. By the way, he was a shortstop. Bring him back a little bit more, bring it up to this year. They moved him to catcher because of the cannon. Um, it's going to hit a little bit, some good pure power out of uh, Saban. Nate, I don't know if you have anything else that you – Just the one question. Do you think he – I know we talked about this already, but just for the listeners, do you think he sticks at catcher? Um, it's a good thing. I, they drafted him as a catcher, so they're going to try out everything in the world to keep him as a catcher. However, I think that – and to even take outfielder possibly, possibly, almost like the Bryce yeah. Harper ask where Bryce was a really good catcher, but they needed to move him to right to uh, keep yeah. his legs a little bit more fresh? I don't know if he hits enough to move him. Uh, I think he's just got a cannon, and you look at you look at what the with this you, automated strike. Um, oh yeah, that could definitely be it too, um, for sure. But again, he's an athlete. He's going to hit a little bit for you. He's got, like I said, freaking cannon. <laughs> That's the big thing there. Um, I'm excited to see what he does, and he can play all over the diamond too. That's kind of a cool thing. Just a kind of a really good athlete, good value pick out of Chipola. Um, Chipola College there, another JC guy. So on to our 15th no, round San pick. San Jacinto College. San Juanito. I didn't say Chipola yeah. the time before. Yeah. We're good. Um, yeah, so on to our 15th round pick here. Uh, am I allowed to say I called this one? Go ahead. All right, I called this one. Um, Bryce Osmond, I, I love the kid. I've been I've, – this is going to sound weird, but I've really liked him ever since he came out of high school. He's had some command issues, I believe some injury issues as – well, um, but I, again, out of Oklahoma State, by the way, third Oklahoma third State fisher drafted by the Angels this year, uh, Bryce Osmond. Nate, go ahead and take it away. I know you like to talk about pitchers. Yeah, it looks like he had a good year. Um, Oklahoma State had a really good year on the mound. They're, they went into the regionals against Arkansas, and that that series got absolutely nuts. I think it was like 18 runs scored, 15 runs scored, but um, – for, for what he did this year, he was able to go 60 innings, which is a pretty good outing. It, it feels like they were kind of um, kind of monitoring his innings rather than just letting him go because I think really at, at one of those schools, you're looking at like 80-plus innings as like a normal year for a guy who, who's just letting it eat, you know, guys going six, seven, eight innings. Um, big strikeout numbers, 77 and 60 innings pitch, which is huge. Um, you did mention the command issues a little bit, 30 walks or 31 walks in 60 innings. So that could be something to, to take a look at, but if he can keep that command, he, he has a chance to be a starter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all the upside in the world of a starter for sure. Really? You know what this pick reminds me of the Braden Olthoff pick from last yeah. year. Um, good value junior. Uh, out of Oklahoma State again. Actually, are they from the same conference? Is Tulsa playing the same conference? No, that's a that's a no. They don't. Tulsa's a little bit more of a smaller. Yep. Um, but pretty cool. Regardless, I'm glad the Angels picked Osman. He's been on my radar ever since he was coming out of high school. One of the best pitchers, I believe, 
in Oklahoma, though he could be a Georgia kid, to be honest. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head if it, who I'm thinking of. But, uh, but yeah, really like the Osmond pick here. Um, He's born in Tulsa. Is he? Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, that's, he was one of the best kids out of uh, in, in Oklahoma. Jenks High School in Jenks, Oklahoma. Yep. Nationals took him 35th round in 2019, so another redraft guy for the Angels. Yeah, I really like Osman. Like I said, I, I can't say enough. I, I'm excited. This this is one of the guys I'm more one of the more excited guys. I'm uh, I'm excited to see why I can't talk because I'm so excited. But uh, this might be a guy that you see go right into Tri City, and we might see him in Double A next year, and we could be talking about bringing him up um, when it's all said and done. So uh, except I'm excited to see Bryce Osman pitch. I don't mean to hype it up, but uh, but yeah. So on the 16th round, I told you guys we wouldn't be forgetting about a certain name. Casey Dana, yes, if that sounds familiar, that is uh, Caden Dana's brother out of UConn here, um, picking in the 16th round. Had a fantastic, really, really good year uh, at UConn. Um, transfer student, by the way, I believe as well. Let me get to that. I'll get to that here in a second if he was or wasn't. But I believe he was a transfer student. Yeah, he was. Um, he slashed 313, 381, 547, 12 home runs, 21 doubles. Um, you know, good outfielder guys, just an athlete. You look at how big he is. Whoo. That's going to be a, that's going to be a fun one. You know, six, four, two fifteen. Again, like I said, it reminds me of Mike Peabody, Mike Peabody. It's going to remind me of, uh, those position players are going to remind me a lot of Mike Peabody, especially if they're outfielders only because I know who Mike Peabody is. And I actually, um, good guy, uh, down in, uh, tri city right now. So. Yeah. Grad transfer from Seton hall. Um, UConn, People might think small conference and things like that, but UConn had a really, really good year um, this year. Made it all the way to the Supers, played Stanford really, really tough, took them to game three. And you saw another UConn guy go in the first round a a two-way. So UConn had a lot of guys drafted this year, and I think I really like what they're doing uh, with their program. So interesting, possible possible brother connection, which would be nice to have that as well. And um, just an opportunity for him to to grow and get better. I mean, he had a really, really good year, 12 bombs and hit over 300. So we'll see. At yeah, this point, 16th round, you're just hoping that anybody hits, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, definitely taking a guy like this after taking your brother coming out of high school um, definitely makes it feel like the Angels are going to be able to sign Caden Dana um, and as well as Casey Dana. And I'm, I'm excited to see what, uh, what they both bring to the table. So under our next pick here, um, I'm going to, again, butcher this as well. Left-handed pitcher out of New Mexico State, 6'4", 195, uh, coming out as a junior, said left-handed pitcher. Sammy Natera, Jr., he's actually out of Mexico. Big lefty, sweeping slider, uh, fastballs, has been in the mid-90s at times, uh, probably going to sit in that mid to lower quadrant that makes sense in the 90s but big power arm uh lacks command in a sense a little bit which is why he kind of fell but uh but i mean getting 95 and you know 96 out of a lefty is kind of interesting for sure yeah i think it's it's going to be very similar to most of the pitchers we've talked about in this draft a high velo um and a relief pitcher most likely so he he might he, he had a high walk rate at New Mexico State. New Mexico State um, shocked everyone this year and ended up winning a conference tournament, making it to a regional. But, um, I mean, when you throw that hard, if you can figure out how to get it near the zone, you, you can be successful, especially as a reliever. We've seen that in the past where 
guys don't really know where it's going out of the pen, but as long as they're able to, to make it near the zone they're they've been successful. So um, potential steal in, in this late, late rounds, but also again, when you're looking at 17, it's honestly like 12 to 20 round. You're, you're just kind of hoping that one of these guys hits. It's not a guarantee like the first or second, maybe even the third round. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm always a fan of going, you know, these high upside pitchers later on, um, especially, you know, with the power fastball and you're hoping to get a reliever out of them. Because uh, those guys, a lot of times, do end up being major leaguers, um, especially if you can find command, which Angel have done a very, very good job of doing. So on to the 18th round pick here, right-handed pitcher, uh, 6'5", 230, super big kid again, out of Boston College, Matt Gidge, I believe is how you say it, working on that name as well. Um, big, big, big kid, probably going to be a multi-inning reliever from what I'm seeing in the Cape here. Um, shout out to Jeff Pontus, uh, who filmed some video at baseball America fastball is 95, 96. Good, good, good run. We'll also throw in a tight slider, um, real good tight late slider, by the way, too. Nothing crazy and really good fastball. They're going to pair well off of each other. This is again, a guy who I wouldn't be surprised that started in, in tri city as a reliever and really worked his way up really, really quickly. Um, moving forward. So, he has also got a change up in the mix. I've seen it float in there a couple times, so I'm not a huge fan of it, but it could definitely work. Um, Nate, did I lose you? Or are you still there? No, no, I'm still here, Max. Um, draft eligible sophomore, which is going to be interesting. That's going to be a little bit tougher to sign, I think. This could be one one guy that the Angels might not sign. They they could, but draft on sophomore in the what was it, 17th round, high upside guy. Um, the money's probably going to have to be there for this guy. They're, I'm sure Boston College is hoping that they get this guy back, um, especially when you're throwing mid-nines with, with playing in the Cape. Um, so, so I'm assuming that Boston College is, is talking to this kid saying, I don't know, maybe you come back and, and you, you get a shot to start because like we talked about, he has been uh, a big multi-inning reliever. He did get seven starts this year in 15 appearances. So, Maybe he gets into that weekend rotation and he shoots up draft boards and instead of going 17th round, maybe he goes in the top 10 rounds. So uh, this is going to be one of the harder guys for the Angels to sign, in my opinion. Yeah, and you look at all the underslot they've done. I think they're going to be able to. Um, I think they're going to be able to sign, go 19 of 19, but we'll have to wait and see. So let's get on to our 19th round pick out of Xavier University. Uh, outfielder. This is going to be a senior, so this should be a fairly easy sign. 6'2", 220, freaking athlete, freaking athlete, performance-based, um, power, power, power. His name's Luke Franzoni. Pizza. That's the first thing that came to mind, by the way, uh, was pizza, by the way. So um, <laughs> when you look at his 2022 campaign, they're at Xavier. Small school, not too worried about it. 354, 485. 821 with 29 bombs, 12 doubles last year. I think he did he lead D1 baseball in home runs? How many have? 20, 29. 29. Might have been 30 something, by the way. No, no, Melendez. Oh, Melendez lives. That's right. Melendez Number two. hit 35. Yeah. He, I mean, 29 in a season is still damn ridiculous. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. But what Melendez is doing, what Melendez did at Texas is just un, unheard of. Yeah, absolutely. Again, um, power performance athlete big guy you know this is this is a huge trend that the angels have i don't think they drafted a position player that was really under six foot i mean if you count dylan phillips uh, the two-way he was six foot and nobody was really under 
190 210 i think you know going all the way up to uh sunny uh who's about 280 <laughs> absolutely love the guy so 65 don't, okay. that's fine um he, Nate, you want you want to say anything about uh, lou franzoni no go ahead um I, just again, another outfield guy, athletic. I know that's a, that's the big deal with with what you like to draft in in these things. You want to draft the athletic guys with upside, and anytime you draft an athletic guy, he he can always turn into a fourth outfielder at best or at worst, right? You know, you you get a guy who can play all three outfield spots and and just hit a little bit. So interesting, nineteenth or yeah, nineteenth round pick. Yep, absolutely. And final pick for the Angels, twenty round twentieth. 20th- rounder out of wake forest catcher 6'2, 225 big kid again athletic um power based performance in 2022 brandon brennan tinsman um i mean you want to talk about having a fantastic season batted 355 with 24 bombs and 15 doubles um just a fantastic fantastic season um don't have any two don't i don't have very many defensive stats on him so i don't want to throw it out there quite yet but i believe he does have a fairly good arm um and isn't too bad behind the plate i'm a fan of what wake forest does by the way they have a get the kind of a pitching lab there um if i don't know if you heard of that before but i think they uh they, they kind of know what they're doing there with the development side of things so i'm very interested to see what uh what tensman does interesting part about tensman it looks like he's played the outfield the corner outfield as well so got the power uh, to do it yeah he he absolutely raked this year the one disclaimer i'm going to put on there is Wake Forest does play in a small yard, a small yard so he, hey, you got to rake wherever you're at. So more power to him. He hit 24 bombs. He hit over three, 330 or whatever it was, um, 355. But yeah, Wake Forest does play in a, a small yard. But ACC conference, you, you got to face some dudes. You're going to face a North Carolina dude. You're going to face a four state dude, a Clemson dude. So um, the fact that he he saw good competition, was able to to put up those numbers, is very impressive. So. Very good late round pick. Absolutely. So you guys were not keeping track. I kept track for you here. 19 picks, 15 four-year D1 guys, three JC, one high schooler, eight righties, eight right-handed pitchers, sorry, one left-handed pitcher, two catchers, three infielders, four outfielders, one two-way player, 15 guys take it from the United States, one from Mexico, one from Puerto Rico, one from Cuba, and one from Canada. Fantastic. I thought the Angels did a really good draft. Nate, before we let everybody go, go ahead and grade it for me. How the Angels do? The only reason I'm going to go B minus is because I still, I still think the Angels need to get a starting pitcher, like a, a starting pitcher in a draft. Uh, they got Kyle Busch last year. Still Seth is borderline. Uh, I just want them to go get a bona fide starting pitcher, and I think that's something they've they've missed on. And I think that's the hardest thing for this organization to get. We've seen over the years multiple big name starting pitchers be free agents and the Angels fall short to get all of them. So I don't know if that's just a philosophy thing or what it is, but um, B minus for me. That's fine. I'm going to give it a flat B just because, I mean, as you guys can tell, I like what the Angels did. They went strong physical hitters um, that are going to be able to hit balls out of the yard, make contact as well, get on base. Um, Big thing is going to be on base percentage, I believe, in a lot of this stuff. Um, You look at, I think, a lot of these guys led uh, D1 baseball in, uh, in OPS, which is pretty cool as well. Um, and then on the pitching side of things, they picked a lot of guys that I thought that I liked, um, you know, starting with Ben Joyce, uh, working your way down to Medeiros. I really like him. And I don't think I've said enough about Bryce Osman and, um, and 
you know, the, the high schooler who I'm blanking on it, Caden Dana. Dana. Um, yeah, Dana. I'm, I'm just excited to see. I think they go 19 of 19 on the signing. Uh, you do bring up a good point with Gidge. Um, Gige, I don't know how to say his last name, but, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. Um, we'll try to get on any of these guys uh, as followed, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Be prepared for another draft recap, by the way. Um, we'll see if we can get uh, Mr. Taylor Blake Ward on to talk a little bit of Angel's draft. World famous. World famous Taylor Blake Ward. Um, and, of course, uh, on Friday, I believe we're going to try to get a, our um, first half coverage, first half breakdown of the Angels season uh, rolling for you guys. So First half recap and second half preview. Absolutely. Thank you for making me sound like an idiot. I'm just kidding. No, you know me. You know me. I so, know what he's saying, so I just had to clean it up a little you bit. You did. I'm not very good at it. So, guys, as always, I want to thank you all so much for listening to this podcast here at Talking Halos, making us the best Angels podcast out there. Thank you so much. Again, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and pound that subscribe button. You can follow us on all of our social medias. You can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tims. Follow Nate on Twitter at NateGreen34. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs>